Thank you for listening to a dog training podcast that is like no other. We talk real, we share information based on 25 years of training dogs and working with their owners. Sit back and enjoy our podcast that will create more questions than you started with. If you find yourself wanting more, please join us in our dog community at dogtraining360.com and ask all of your questions. We hope to see you there. Hi y'all, this is Joe Dickinson, dog trainer of 25 years, dog behavior specialist, cowgirl, horse trainer, animal and people lover, book author, entrepreneur, and business owner. I am talking to you from, well, anywhere in the world actually. I do travel a lot. But my home base is my family ranch in Ogden, Utah, where I live with my humans, our five dogs, seven horses, three cats, and many sheep and chickens. My passion is helping people build the human-animal bond through connection and training. I love teaching people how to train their own dogs, and my specialty is knowing that there is not just one way to do this. Dogs and people are all individuals. My goal is to help you find methods and tools that work for you your dogs, and your current life situation. I'm a published author of the book, available on Amazon, Training Through the Eyes of Your Dog. I am excited for you to join me in Dog Training 360, where I will share my successful tips and training methods gained by working with thousands of dogs and their families for over two decades. I can't wait to go on this journey together with you and your dog. Hi everyone, this is Dr. Rebecca Dixon, pediatrician, dog trainer, horseback rider, and animal lover talking to you from Costa Rica where I live with my family including Oxford the Border Terrier and Mocha the German Shepherd. In my United States-based pediatric medical career, I spent 23 years working to improve the lives of children and their families, first through public health research and then as a pediatrician. I spent eight years as an ICU doctor taking care of children and their families during the most challenging times of their lives, and then three years as a community-based general pediatrician. I am a pediatric researcher and published author in the areas of teenage parenting, adolescent health, and pediatric traumatic injury. In the summer of 2021, my wife and I officially embarked on a new adventure by retiring from medicine and moving from the United States to Costa Rica with my 80-year-old mother. Today, I am thriving by immersing myself in a brand new culture and language, learning new sports like surfing, growing vegetables in our yard, and playing with our dogs on the beaches and tropical jungles that surround our new home. For the past 12 years, I've been a boots on the ground, regular dog owner, just trying to work full time and learn how to raise and train my own dogs, including a leash reactive rescue dog and two puppies. Through my life in medicine and my life as a dog owner, I know based on research and personal experience that dogs contribute positively to human health. I am super excited to join Dog Training 360 so that I can share my tips, tricks, and learnings with you so that you can improve the relationship that you have with your own dogs. Welcome everybody to another episode of Dog Talk with Dog Training 360. And Rebecca and I will be talking about nutrition. It's such... It's such a hole you can go on and such a journey you can go on and you can ultimately circle back around and not still not know what to feed your dog and what's right and what's wrong. Um, and, and I just, I think that what's right is how the best gauge that I say is one, how's your dog's overall health on the food and how's their poop look and overall health and your dog's not itching. They're not they don't have ear infections. They don't have chronic skin stuff going on. Um, their coats look good. 
you know, they're overall, they're just looking great. And you don't have any bad reports when you go into the vet every year. And poop should be firm and small and not a strange color. Um, so it's, it's a food, it, you know, nutrition is, is something that you can, boy, everybody has an opinion about it. Um, every, everybody at a pet store, pet food nutrition store has an opinion about it. Your veterinarian will have an opinion about it. And, um, you know, just the companies that make the food have an opinion about it. And even your neighbor and even probably your neighbor has, has an opinion about it. <laughs> And so the the most important thing to me is really your dog's overall health and, and poop and that every food is not for every dog. And there there is a big variety and you have to look at more about the calories and the ingredients in it um, versus necessarily what the marketing says on the front and the the time that it takes. You know, what kind of time does it take to prepare your dog's food and do you have that kind of time? And then the financial hit to the pocketbook, you know, what, what does that look like um, for your for your dog as well? You have to feed what you can afford and you try and feed the best that you can. Um, and, you know, I can, I can share my opinions about it, but I also just think that you can, you can read and you can discover all kinds of things about food. And I tend to change my dog's food I don't know, every couple of years or so. Um, and I try and add different things and do different things for them on top of their base kibble so that they have a variety and making sure that I'm feeding foods that they um, can have and also that there's a nutritional benefit from it as well. Um, Rebecca, you made a pretty big move over the last year from the United States to Costa Rica. And one, you could get the same foods, but the price is so unrealistic to be spending, um, that you had to make some nutritional changes for your dogs and talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I definitely did not expect to be able to get pretty much every brand in Costa Rica that we can get here. Yeah. E- even, even the brands at the boutique pet food stores that are, you know, all kinds of fancy, yeah. um, most of them or, you know, the equivalent of them um, it are readily available. But yeah. so th- first of all, I didn't expect that at all. Um, and then secondly, just like you said, Joe, there's a couple of brands there that are U.S. brands um, that are that are pretty affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then everything else is is astronomically expensive, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I've just had to be okay with that. I yeah. mean, when I, yeah. when we lived here, um, and both my wife and I were working full time, and we had solid, dependable incomes, mm-hmm. and um, we we a hundred percent. I'm splurge isn't the right word, but we sure. we bought whatever whatever was the best food yeah what however we figured that out whether yeah. it was talking to you joe or talking to our favorite pet food people mm-hmm. or our vets you know all we got information from all of those as well as i did plenty of my own research yeah. and and looked at different recalls and all kinds of things and i definitely 
emphasized and 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 bought whatever whatever I could find that was the best and often combined foods. Yeah. So I would get, you know, this kibble and a special topper and da 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 and I did it all and felt very passionately about it. And then moving moving to Costa Rica, um, which for listeners I equate to simply having a major life change with a major change in finances. I mean, yes, it's Costa Rica, but essentially that's what happened. You know, we can get whatever we want there, but our finances are completely different and Mm -hmm. the pricing of things are completely different. So it would be the same as if, you know, you you had a full-time job and then you stopped working or or you mm -hmm, lost mm -hmm. your job or you moved to a more expensive city or or those kinds of things. So I think it's an applicable... For sure. analogy for yeah. for everybody um that sometimes you just have to say okay well that food is completely out of my budget yep. and i'm going to buy the food that is in my budget yep. but i'm also going to one make sure everything that you said in the beginning joe is is happening that my dog doesn't have allergies mm-hmm. their coat looks good they seem to have you know they have energy their poop is normal yeah. um so all those things are baseline things great to check in and then um that that I add I add things to it so I add you know eggs are super cheap everybody's got chicken so I add eggs a lot um I add other types of meat um and other little fun things for them yeah yeah I think what's um what's fun is there's so much that you can add that is affordable too so you know, maybe you can't afford the expensive kibble, but but maybe we're just going to feed less kibble, which will also help on the pocketbook and add stuff in that's not so expensive that we can add in that's human grade. You know, I mean, I always watch for sales on sardines because I love to feed my dog sardines and, um, and so I'm always watching for the sales on them. So it doesn't mean they get it every day. And, you know, sometimes we go months without them depending upon the price of, of sardines, you know, so... Um, we have chickens and so they do get eggs and there's, there's just so many different ways that you can feed your dog healthy and a variety, um, where you're not, it, you kind of, you know, you don't want to, shouldn't feel guilty. Like I just, I can't afford that food. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. And you know, the veterinarians will recommend all day long science diet. And it, that's sometimes more expensive than some of the boutique foods. And it, it's okay that you don't feed that. I mean, really, it's, it really comes down to, you know, what you want to spend and then how you want to s- spend it, you know, with you're looking at some of the other things that are less expensive that's, that you can do for them that, you know, feeding a baseline kibble that maybe isn't what you are feeding here in the States, but they're doing great because they're getting a little added nutrition here and there is great. Yeah. And no matter what rabbit hole you go down, um, no matter what your belief is around nutrition, um, amazingly enough, our dogs do good on what we can afford and what we can do for them. And you shouldn't feel guilty because you can't do something and you shouldn't feel bad because they're not getting the best of the best, whatever that is. Um, or, you know, you need the eggs for, for breakfast for the kids and you just, it's, you can't give it to the dogs. It's okay. Um, I'm super passionate about nutrition. I love to research it. If that's, if I have nothing else to, to read about, I 
I tend to go on a nutrition rabbit hole and just discover and find out, you know, what the philosophies are that are out there, um, staying up to date on current stuff from, you know, researching and, and different illnesses that come along with different nutritions and, and the recalls on foods and, and you, you really, it's can be so complicated and so frustrating that I felt like it was something that we could talk about and ease everybody's mind you know, don't, sure, we have an opinion. And sure, we feed our dogs a certain way. But that's my opinion. It's fine for my dogs in my pocketbook, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be fine for everybody. And so don't get caught too caught up into, you know, what's right or wrong as much as what's right for your dog. You know, when you eat um, a certain food or a certain way that maybe you don't feel as healthy or feel as good. And I shouldn't say healthy, but just feel as good. Maybe a certain food creates more aches and pains or headaches even that, you know, it do, you just don't feel right. And it's the same for our dogs. If, if a month of kibble and you just feel like your dog's kind of dull or you've noticed some changes in them and the poop's kind of off, then maybe think about changing and and figuring out something else that's within your budget that's got different ingredients to it to help them feel feel better. Um, nutrition wise, and as it relates to dog training and nutrition, um, you can definitely tell that if your dog is not getting proper nutrition, their ability to think through a process or the trainability of the dog is super impacted. And that is something that I always want to know when I go into homes um, for lessons is what what are you feeding your dog? Because it just gives me an idea of where my baseline is and maybe do a little bit of education on is there a better food within that price range of the food that they're feeding that may be a little bit better or for their dog. Um, and so I do try and, and look at that piece of it because, you know, good good nutrition impacts the way we think and, and what we do. And as we're talking about this, I have my Spinoni laying here and she's been kind of naughty lately, um, chewing up some things. She's four. And so we're all just a little disgusted with her, <laughs> stealing packages and chewing them up. Um, and so, you know, it, as we're talking about it, you know, I'm wondering if maybe they're nutritionally, she's, um, I had to decrease her calories so she might be feeling a little hungry and might be being a little bit more mischievous than she used to be. And so it kind of gave me a little thought of, you know, maybe I need to add a little something to her food and looking at her calories to make sure that she's, because I did recently change food about a month ago as well. She's had some changes. She got spayed. We've changed food. She's changed her routines in the house here. Um, she's not romping with the border collies. Um, so, you know, is there an impact nutritionally that maybe I need to look at and see what's a little bit different for her because it's out of, it's really out of the norm. Um, so those are things that I look at. And again, you don't get caught up and don't feel guilt to do the best that you can do for your dog, but make sure that your best that you can do is healthy for your dog and their poop and they're fine. And, you know, everything is kind of balanced for them as well, just like it is for you. So don't, don't get too caught up. Don't get frustrated because you can find any rabbit hole you want to go down with nutrition. So, um, life changes and the budgets do too, and it's okay to make that change. Thank you for being a part of our dog training podcast. Our goal is to help you train through the eyes of your dog, 
We want you to go on amazing adventures and accomplish all your dog training goals. For more dog training adventure, read our blog and join our dog training community at dogtraining360.com. You can find us on Instagram at dog underscore training underscore 360 and all other social media channels from TikTok to LinkedIn under Dog Training 360. We would love it if you shared your dog training journey with us. Now let's get into training.